I'm pleased to welcome to the program today, Dave Kell, owner of Kell Way Cell Systems. Dave, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Always a pleasure to be here, Jeff. Dave, we're going to talk about a cell strategy, as we always do. That's mm. your expertise. Mm. So there's many strategies that salespeople can use. Mm-hmm. One that you shared recently in a newsletter was about entertainment. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about how salespeople can use entertainment as a strategy? Because that might be a head scratcher to some, like what types of entertainment opportunities? Mm-hmm. How do I approach it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is It is a head scratcher for a lot of people, which is why it's uh, something that really people should look at these days. So first of all, definition of entertaining. Entertaining is not taking you know, your good buddy to lunch every Tuesday. That's not entertaining. Entertaining is not uh, bribery. Entertaining is not gifts. Entertaining is uh, strategically spending time outside of the office with key uh, people. That's that's the definition. So you, you intentionally and methodically arrange to spend time outside of the office with people who are strategically important in your territory. Okay. So what are some pitfalls to this? What, what do, what could happen that could backfire on you? Well, <laughs> people could not show up, you know, if, I mean, that, that, that's the worst thing. If you, if you go to all the trouble to arrange uh, for an event or something like that, and nobody shows, that would be, that would be the worst uh honestly i have uh, entertained in my lifetime entertained quite frequently and i don't know that i could point to a negative interesting question i don't think i could point to a question lots of positives i mean it it, it was it was such a big part of my uh practice as a uh, as a uh, salesperson that uh, i mean i would arrange uh, months ahead of time for for lots of different events had a had a thing I did every every summer, you know, in the city of Detroit, and I would do baseball outings. I would take, uh, it, it, we worked out a formula. So it'd be dinner at Greek Town, if you know Detroit, Greek Town, and and um, a Tiger Game. And I would always take six people. This is a thing that I learned is you always uh, uh, entertain with your spouse or significant other. And a couple of couples, and the couples were uh, primarily really highly important uh, uh, customers. Then there were two rules, and I recommend these two rules to everybody. Number number one is um, I I foot the bill. Number one. Number two is we don't talk business. That's it. That's, it. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and, you're there for business. Well, you're there. What you're there for is to create relationships that make business easier and um you know i've got i've got lots of stories let me let me share one how i got a two million dollar account now is this going to involve a super bowl no but close (laughs) okay tell us about your two million dollar account okay so i had had a big uh, and again i recommend you entertain strategically which means the the highest potential people in your territory. Okay, so uh, I had a big potential account which I could get nowhere in. You know, a year or so I just couldn't nowhere. In. And the reason I could get nowhere is the head of purchasing. I remembered clearly. Her name was Linda, middle aged uh, woman, lady, and uh, she didn't like me. And frankly, I didn't I didn't care much for Linda. <laughs> But that was beside the point. The point is she didn't like me. So anyway, uh, my company had uh, 
uh, had been a company in West Michigan. They bought a, a smaller company in the Detroit area, and that became their Detroit branch. And when they bought that territory, they've got all the assets of that company. And one of the assets was uh, six season tickets to the University of Michigan football games. And and I like to tell people, uh, it, it, just to appreciate how rare that is, you in your entire lifetime will never, ever meet anyone who has six season tickets to the U of M football games. It's just incredibly a, a rare thing. So anyway, the boss used it most of the time, but sometimes salespeople got to use it. So it's my turn. I got six season tickets to a, to a U of M football game. So I thought I'm going to be strategic. Who's the most important person in my territory? Linda. And this, by the way, is why I always entertain with spouses, you know, because so I called Linda and said, would you and your husband be the guests of myself and my wife at the U of M game coming up, you know, a couple of weeks? And I know, you know, I told her the details and, and I know that if it was just me inviting her, she would not go because she didn't like me. But it was her husband's um, maybe once in a lifetime opportunity, you know. So she said yes, and then and I got another customer and uh, a spouse. So there were six of us: my, myself, my wife, and, and you know we did it upright. You know, with a uh, fried chicken uh, tailgate. You know, the whole thing it was like maybe six hours altogether. And I remember, you know, I, honestly, I forget who they played, but I remember it was a glorious. It was a glorious fall day in Michigan. You know, one hundred and six thousand people. It's blue sky, sunny, and they were playing somebody like Notre Dame, or, you know, something like that. I honestly forget. And we all had a great time. And uh, that was it. Two rules. You know, I'm paying for the whole thing and nobody talks business. But, you know, we got along and uh, Linda made the acquaintance of my wife. She enjoyed her a lot. And, and it just became so, the relationship just turned on a dime. And next time I saw Linda, she had a she had a pile of papers, things for me to take care of and do and so on, you know. Dave, this department is looking for this. Can you handle it? And by the way, this is coming up to bid. I'd like to hear what you're going to do. Just just waiting for me. And it changed everything. And a year and a half later, I was doing $2 million in an account at zero. And I attribute that to that Saturday afternoon in Ann Arbor. Changed, changed everything. And you know that's a good that's a good example. Of what I mean by entertaining strategically, you're investing money in a relationship. Invest money wisely in relationships that you feel have the potential to bring that money back and return on investment. Fantastic story. Yeah. Was the fried chicken good? Yeah. <laughs> My wife's a gourmet cook. Of course it was. <laughs> so you know, here's here's another one. You never know. Uh, you never know, and I really have some great uh, entertaining stories, but you never know just what what you're going to do. So, so uh, here was one. Um, uh, one of my accounts, good size account, where I was really struggling to get into. Uh, the materials manager was a rough, ornery, irritable old guy named Bob. Nobody liked Bob. He didn't like anybody. But uh, it was time for a baseball outing, and I got I got a, you know I got a place left. So I thought, who's strategically important? Bob, you know. So I called Bob, said, would you and your wife be my guest? And, and so on. Okay, so they did. And we had a nice time, you know, uh, dinner at Greek Town, baseball game. For some reason, the game got over early that night. I don't know, 9 o'clock or something like that. And um, 
we're breaking up to go. And Bob said, gee, it's awfully early. I hate to, hate to go home this early. And I said, well, you know, let's just go over here in the warehouse district of Detroit. There was a, uh, there was a place called the Woodbridge Tavern. Fun place with guys, big cigars, playing uh, washboards and peanut shells on the floor and all that. So anyway, we so we did that. We, you know, another hour, had a beer or two. Okay, now it, it really is time to leave. So my wife and I are walking Bob and his wife out to the car. They're parked in the street, parallel park in the street. So I walk him out to the car and uh, he, Bob goes around to get in the passenger or the driver's side. And I open the door for his wife. His wife starts to slide in, stops comes back up she is sobbing tears coming down her eyes she hugs me sobbing says i just want to thank you no one has ever done this for him before it means so much to me thank you i thought it was a baseball game here it was you know something far greater and i will tell you this this like within a year, I just absolutely owned that account. I mean, they wouldn't buy anything unless they asked me if it was okay. You know, it's a, it's a little bit of exaggeration, but really, truly, in terms of penetration, there was no account I had penetrated further because no one else took the time to get to know Bob and spend time with him outside of the office. That account paid off because Bob's wife probably told him, you better do business. Well, you know, that's one reason why uh, I always worked together. I always brought uh, spouses because uh, often their spouse wouldn't let them do anything else. Mm -hmm. you, know? you know, Dave, what you described there is showing personal interest in people. It's yeah. about people. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, they're entertaining. Entertaining today if you, is, uh, is a higher order skill. It's uh, something that a lot of salespeople would be um, hesitant for whatever reasons you know you got to invest it's an investment you know so you so you have to feel you're investing correctly and and it puts you a little bit on this on the spot because you're the host you're gonna be spending now you know two or three or four or five hours with your customers in a situation that you're not particularly comfortable with so a lot of people are uncomfortable with that and and i understand that that's it's a higher order skill but uh, those salespeople who do it almost always are rewarded dramatically rewarded yeah. And that's the key, the, yeah. what you can get from the effort. But you have to be genuine as well. And yes. I think you were. That's how yeah. why it worked for you. Yeah. And, you know, I think I think uh, particularly today, you know, there was a time when entertaining was, uh, and I'm talking, you know, 40 years ago, entertaining was far more, uh, was, was, was what was done. I remember I had a, in the city of Detroit, I had a, a friend who was a, uh, representative to the automobile industry he had one account which is not unusual it was general motors then he had a he had an entertaining budget and this is in the 1980s he had an entertaining budget uh and this was not you can't spend more than it is you must spend at least eighty thousand dollars to entertain um for the for the year for general motors and that was it was probably twice that now so uh in those i mean that was how business was done and then it sort of lost its uh it's glitter and but but now i think it's time for entertaining uh getting to know your customers outside of the office to make a to make a comeback you know and, and i'll and i'll tell you it's it's bigger than just um money it's uh, i think uh, in today's world people are overwhelmed they're distracted they have too many things to do not enough time in which to do it they're looking for shortcuts and a relationship is a shortcut a relationship makes things simpler. See, if you if there's someone you trust, 
then you don't have to do all the due diligence. You, you can just delegate to them. You can just download it to them. Download this contract, download this, because I trust this person. And it, so relationship, entertaining builds relationships. Relationships build trust. Trust is what operates in today's world. It's a, there's a hunger for people to, to, to have people they trust. Good perspectives from Dave Kell. Appreciate you. Thank you for this. You're welcome. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you.